The public has registered a vote of no confidence in Police Minister Porto Williams as youth crime spirals out of control. And gang crime, you'd have to say. The latest News Hub Read research poll asked, is the current police minister too soft on crime? More than two-thirds, 68.3% said yes, just 18.3% said no. Minister Williams doesn't think that's fair. She told News Hub, for me, you're either soft or you're a thug or you're smart. I choose to be smart. National Party Police spokesperson Mark Mitchell sees it differently in a shocking narrative twist nobody saw coming. He joins me now. Very good morning to you, Mark. <laughs> morning, Kerry. How are you this morning? Um, good, thank you. Look, a lot of the problem with crime we know, and we know from the work Bill English and Dame Tariana Turia did, is intergenerational and really difficult to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, the, the best um, approach to trying to reduce the number of our young people and adults coming into our criminal justice system is quite simply making investments in their lives much earlier on. Yeah. And that's that, that's the really hard, crunchy part of um, the policy work because that is intergenerational and that will take decades to have a real impact and effect. But that's where the best work can be done and we've got to be completely focused and motivated on actually getting on with that work. I don't feel this... Go- in terms of the social investment side of it, Kerry, yep. I don't feel the, the government have made any inroads on it but on the policing side of it, the police have to deal with what's in front of them right now. Yeah. And the problem is we could see the tsunami of juvenile offending and uh, and the issues with the gangs. You know, three years ago it was starting to build. Um, action wasn't taken and now we find ourselves in this um, situation we are in today. Getting tough on crime sounds sexy. You know, Strike Force Raptor, sexy. Big yep. black machines yep. going through with guys and girls all dressed up in black. You know, kind of futuristic yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Getting tough on gangs. But what does it do? Is it all smoke and mirrors and just looks good, or is it actually effective in making the no. criminals stop offending? No, uh, properly resourced, um, staffed and, and resourced, dedicated gang task force will make a big difference, without a doubt. Um, the, the smoke and mirrors has been Operation Telfero, mm. which was the announcement the government made in response to gangs taking over public spaces abusing member of the, members of the public, a rise, 21% increase in, in rise in violent crime. But the problem with Telfero was it was just business as usual. Frontline police officers were just asked to register any contact with gangs, any search warrants or any firearms taken, register them against Operation Telfero. So we were very clear that three years ago that you need to stand up a dedicated, well-resourced, 24-hour nationwide gang task force. Any gang um, violence, any gang crime that the task force is rolled in immediately to start taking action. That's the way you'll start to get on top of and start to suppress um, you know, gang members that at the moment feel like they can act with impunity, take over public roads, abuse members of the public, um, carry firearms and prepare to use them. Yeah, it just seems that they seem to be able to operate with impunity, that they're not even being troubled as they go about their day-to-day business. They are operating with impunity because, unfortunately, and as much as I respect uh, Andrew Costa, I'd never question his integrity. He came in as a, as a new police commissioner and said, we're going to start policing by um, by mm. consent. And that is extremely confusing, not just to members of the public, but also as frontline staff. What exactly does that mean? And it sent an awful message to... Uh, you know, to, to all highly organised, you know, um, well-funded, violent mm. gangs that they could get out there and actually start, start taking over the place. So that's what we've seen. And how would you do it differently? What would be the prongs that, that National would take? 
Well, I, I think we've been very clear, and we and we stated this three years ago that we would stand up a properly resourced national gang task force that would right. roll out to focus purely on gangs, their violence, um, and, and you know all the crime that come that's related to them, mm-hmm. and we'd start to, and and give the police the tools uh, and and the support, the leadership they need to go out there and actually take our roads back. Um, so that would be the first thing. The second thing is this firearms prohibition order that's that's come into the house way too late. We we had two bills that went in that were voted down by um, by Labor. Um, is now in front of the search committee. It doesn't contain any proper search um, uh, powers. So it means that um, it's a toothless tiger. So we'd make sure that actually the police had a proper firearms prohibition order bill that targeted gang members and criminals that are carrying guns and gives the police the tools they need to stop, search them and remove those weapons. Uh, the third thing we'd do is we've said that we'd like to see a review of the current police pursuit policy because, um, you know, although it was put in, in place for all the right reasons and we all want to see a reduction in serious injuries or, or fatalities, uh, you know, that related to um, police pursuits, the problem that it has created is that now there's no consequences. Yeah. And you're seeing and you're seeing more and more youth offenders now realising they can steal cars, they can commit crime, and the police can't do anything about it to stop them. And so you're seeing this big tsunami, and it's just a, a matter of time before we start to see some tragedies related to that. In fact, I heard a horror story come in last night in Auckland where um, there was an offender that stole a car, the police couldn't pursue, he crashed the car anyway, he then assaulted a 70-year-old woman trying to get another another vehicle to escape, and they still couldn't pursue him. Unless you had Eagle up, um, and Eagle is an effective tool, the, the police have, are effectively trying to do their job with both hands tied behind their back. That's certainly the indication I'm getting from texts and emails from serving officers. Yeah, no, absolutely. And look, I've, I, I get um, correspondence you know, every, on a daily basis with examples like this. I could give you dozens of them. Yeah. And they're frustrated because, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm unashamedly completely supportive of our front line. You know, I come from the ranks myself, yeah. um, and they need to be supported, and they need to have leadership. They want to get out there and do the job. They join the police to keep their communities safe. Um, they didn't join the job to have both hands tied behind their backs and watch um, gangs sort of, um, you know, run the show. Nice to talk with you as always, Mark. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Kerry. Kerry, good luck. We're, we're, we're backing you on uh, Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> And I, and I think that you would be, I think that a very good um, song for you to dance with would be Elvis's Jailhouse Rock. Oh <laughs> well, we have a jibe this week, but it's not to that. Oh, my God. Every time I think, oh, this is too hard, I keep thinking of all the amazing families that are doing it really tough with kids going look, through Starship. So. Look, look, my niece was in Starship recently with a, um, she split her spleen and, and it was serious <sighs> and... Uh, I just want to say the staff there are outstanding. Um, it's a great cause. Yeah. Um, we're 100% behind you, so keep going. <laughs> oh, God. As long as old Nana can hold out. All right. Thank you very <laughs> much. Mark, Mich- Mark Mitchell, National Police Spokesperson.